welcome one and all to this, the 12th episode of the Quite Enjoy podcast. Yes, uh, not to be confused with the Quite Enjoy podcast, uh, which is a, uh, a sort of fish museum of, uh, of yesteryear. I ran into uh, a friend of ours, whose name shall go nameless on this podcast, Alan Farmer, who... Uh, <laughs> Who then informed me that he'd won £50,000 on a scratch card and I wanted to drop kicking him in the face. We know this certain individual, Adam Farmer, not to be one to tell the truth a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, but I, to be honest... It's I a pretty know. broad statement to, it is, to it's, make up. It's a bit of a, a wacky one to come out that I've won £50,000 on, uh, on a podcast, on a, uh, on a scratch card. But I don't know if that's more of a kind of... Well, I may not have a great job. I may not be doing what I want to do yet, but fuck you, I've got 50 grand in the bank. Um, have you spoken to any of the other friends in, in that ilk to disconfirm uh, or confirm? Yep, all none of them. He has no friends anymore. No oh. one speaks to him. Right, fine. Okay. Well, mm. that makes it a lot harder to trace. It makes it a lot harder to verify, yes. Perhaps we could maybe get an investigative thing going on, perhaps. What, you mean ask people to spy on his bank receipts? Well, hang around after he's been to the cash point and see what that balance is turning yeah, down to. Yeah, totally. Yeah, maybe. If you fancy doing that and uh, feeling the hard, cold uh, hand of the law on your shoulder whilst uh, what's going about it, then, you know, be our guest. Really, do uh, do go and hang around Nat West in Stratford-upon-Avon and uh, and see see if you can see him. Alternatively, you could just stroll right up to him. You'll find him outside the, uh, the Stratford-upon-Avon library selling ice cream on a hot day. Mm. Just uh, go up to the guy and say, who are you? Have you got 50 grand? And if he has, then say, give me a free ice cream. Summer. Yes. Is summer. Excellent link, by the way. Thank you. No, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I thought, thought about that for a good three and a half seconds. Um, yeah, it is. Suddenly, summer has come upon us from the rainy and dreary days of yesterday mm. uh, to now the sun-drenched, sun-kissed, sun-bleached? Yeah. Sun-tanned? Sunny delight? Sun-bed? Sun... I would say it's sun-kissed already, but that was a drink. Sunday? Sunday. This Sunday. Yes. Which it is. And it is Sunday. Um, you know, it's it's beautiful. In fact, we we sat outside... Uh, yesterday for the first time together at least um, to have uh, a barbecue oh it was good it was very it was very good to all our um, vegetarian listeners fuck you we had steak yep Um, tasty tasty steak which uh, went down very well Mm. dripping of blood pretty much moving good stuff Mm. Uh, yeah that was ever so nice that was a a really good idea that was good Uh, shout out to the butchers in Crouch End for that one whoop 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 whilst we're giving shout outs Bono we love you hey Bono Bono Bono, 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 no, Bono, <laughs> Bono, Bono, can you get out of my way, man? Don't get past. Thanks. I, uh, yeah, I, do you know what? I couldn't have been more upset when I heard that he was removed from the Glastonbury lineup. No, I imagine you were. Or as I'm now going to call it, because it's easy to say, Glastonbury. Glastonbury. Yeah. Uh, we went to Temple Grafton a few weeks ago. And they had they had Graftonbury in Temple Grafton, which I thought was very good. Ah, a, a place, not a, not a drink, because it does sound like a, a delicious fruit drink. No, no, Temple Grafton is a place, and Graftonbury, uh, it does sound like a delicious fruit drink, you're right, but it's not. It's, uh, it should be. It's, and, a, it's uh, a pub with... If you're out there, Robinsons, make it happen. Yeah. Wow, well, where are they these days? What, what Robinsons? 
They haven't produced anything new in a while. Oh, they don't need to. They just uh, chuck their products at Wimbledon and see what happens. Yeah, I suppose they do. That's the only place they advertise now. And in fact, the BBC uh, spent a good, ooh, total, probably a total of three minutes coverage during the Wimbledon thing, zooming into their drinks. Did they really? Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Delicious product placement on the BBC. It's supposedly non-advertising funded. He's doing bloody well, isn't he? The BBC? No, no, <laughs> old um, old Murray. Oh, well, when I saw him, he was being beaten like a dog. Um, but by yeah, Nadal, by the yeah. American guy. Yeah, but then Nadal must have just got tired. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened, though, what the result was. No, not do I. But I presume, by the way, you said he was doing well that he won. <laughs> Oh no! I I was reading in the paper about three days ago that he was doing well. Oh, maybe he's lost. So it's not. Well, uh, he's, it's he's not, English. He's got to lose. It's not pertinent information. It's the way it goes down. If you're English, don't say that. Got, you don't say that. He's not English. He's oh, not English. what is he? Scottish? Yes, he's Scottish. He's yeah. British. He's but Brit. He's not English. Well, isn't that funny how the newspapers suddenly turn as soon as the English guys are out? Okay, now it's come on Britain. Yes, we'll just keep going further yeah. and further afield. So now it's come on Europe in the World Cup. <laughs> come on, on, Europe! Come on, humans! Come on! Come on, you come pe- on, people of planet Earth! Don't make us move to the moon. <laughs> There's not many there. Come on, clangers. Three. <laughs> I was about to do a whistle, but then realized doing that from the base of my throat probably wasn't the best way to get a sound effect of a whistle out. It sounds, it sounds like a drowning puppy. Whistling in a parallel dimension. Did I say paranormal? I think uh, I did. Parasmal? Paris, parasimal? Well, there are no painkillers in the desert. Oh, because the paracetamol. No, there are only parrots in the desert. F- there's just no, there's just no painkillers. It's a desert. Well, <laughs> you need painkillers. Where's the nearest shop? Yeah, think about it. Listen to the questions. <laughs> um, you mean joke? Um, so, what are we thinking of the summer then so far? Are we, are we happy with the summer so I'm far? I'm enjoying the summer. I've, uh, I've just come back from Australia, where it is their winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like our spring. It's kind of like our spring, which was very pleasant. I was on the beach having barbecues there, and it was lovely. And then to come back to this uh, is great. I mean, it's. It's not overpoweringly hot. No. It's just the right kind of level. Uh-huh. You know, you can quite comfortably sit outside and sizzle your day away. Yeah. Like I was doing the gardening last weekend. That's right. Domestication. Gardening. You heard me right. I was doing the gardening and I was out there for about half an hour before I thought, about done. And uh, went and uh, chewed off a section of my own arm in pure hunger and delight. Yeah. yeah. The alternative, I suppose, would have been to feed yourself before doing the gardening. Well, That's negating the fact that you had to show off your own arm, and that is a, a pretty fucking bloody stump that I'm looking at right now. So, well, hindsight's a beautiful thing, Isn't but it, yes. you know, prosthetics are, uh, are great and it's tasty. An advancing technology. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, the 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 summer the summer aspect is actually working out quite nicely. Um. With the only exception being the bus I have to take to work. Because um, there you say that that ran together so well, it sounded like bus after tit to work. Yeah, I, I just think your hearing's bad today because you you confused me saying, "Oh, it's one o'clock," with "Oh, I want cock" earlier <laughs> on. So I'm just gonna ignore your gospel because you don't know what you're talking about today. I'm well, sorry. Th- well, thank you. I'll try to keep it short. <laughs> um, yes, the bus that the, you have to take the bus to work. That I have to take to work. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's there's three buses. There's a coach, which sometimes comes. There's a new double decker, and there's an old single decker. And the old single decker has no windows. Well, not no windows, but has no openable windows. Oh right, okay, fine. Just say no windows. <laughs> it's, it's a tin can on wheels, it's a, isn't it? It's just a giant log. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no openable windows fine. and no air conditioning. And that is a that is a hot bus. 
That is a hot bus. It's a hot bus. It's a hot bus on the way to work, uh, which voids the lovely shower that you had in the morning to make yourself smell nice. Because by the time you get there, you smell like you know the inside of a hot bus. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you smell like the inside of a hot bus. Thank you. Uh, you also stop me from swearing, which is good. Yes. And uh, and then you and then I'm sat at work in an old building that is warm. Uh, although my office at the back is very cool, which I like, and it's out of the sunlight, which I also like. Would well, um, have to be you do with film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, yeah, the transfer suite not warm, not uh, not cool. Hopefully in the winter, because I quite like the cold. Yeah. Hopefully in the winter it will just be a nice sort of even keel, and they won't go crazy with the uh, with the heating. See, I'm a happy medium. You see, in this room now, I'm quite I'm quite fine. I can tell you're quite warm. I am warm, yeah. Um, but I yeah, this this is. Fine temperature for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're wearing jeans as well, which I is am quite spectacular. Jeans. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm I'm a creature of habit, and my winter getup is much the same as my summer getup, mm-hmm. but my body just kind of adjusts to it. Uh, but you're a mammal, and that's what your body's meant to do. Yeah, yeah. I just mine, don't work. Mine, mine works. Yeah, yeah. good on you. Uh, but I uh, I try to keep the level down with copious amounts of ice cream as well. Mm. It does help. Um, yeah, I believe you had the uh, the Magnum Gold today. I did, I did. Which uh, on the wrapper was. Magnum gold question mark exclamation mark as almost like a outraged question. I always see question mark exclamation mark as being an outraged question. Not Magnum a, gold. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah Magnum yeah. gold. That was one of them. You know, that's the full title. Uh-huh. But that's in really small print underneath sure. in, in brown, and so is the paper, uh-huh. so you wouldn't see it. Rubbish. Um, and yet, so, the, the the look of the the thing. But my expression when I opened it, due to the look of the thing, was Magnum gold. It was. It yeah, was. Actually, yeah, it actually was that. You actually did say that. And then um, you went, oh, that's why it's called that. Because uh, what the magnum gold is for for people who have not been magnetized um, is a normal regular magnum with caramel running through it, but at the outside has been you know that artist spray paint that you get gold that's slightly shiny and reflective, like in craft shops. Like in craft shops. Mm-hmm. Well, someone's had a go at the outside of a magnum with one of them. Um, so you pull it out, and it is kind of gold and reflective in that kind of weird caramacky type yellow looking. I'm not a fan of that color of gold. No, that 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 dirty sandy. Well, it's not quite gold, is no. it? It's it's yellow with a sheen. Yeah, it's, well, it's uh, not it's, even it's, yellow. It's, it's sand. It's sand yellow. In it's the color of that sofa there. That doesn't it doesn't help you much. But the 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 flower, floral detail on that. That's the co- that's the color the shine was. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's about right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, for where did you get that chair from? Did it come with the place? Came with the house. Cool. Other other objects in this room which you can't see uh, involved. <laughs> a few cupboards. Yes. Uh, TV. Yep. Um, an Xbox. An amplifier. Some uh, some small Russian dolls. And a small quartet of monkeys. Who aren't paid, by the way. No. Uh, so, I'll uh, go paying them. Uh, so Peta will be on the case. Back on the subject, so back on the subject of ice creams, we had a little bit of a discussion on the way because we've just been to Alexandra Palace Farmers Market, which was very lovely. Um, not not quite enough stalls this time. No, it was but it was quite sparse, it was wasn't quite it? Sparse. Yeah. There weren't that many people there. Maybe the hot sun put them off. But we were having a discussion about what the podcast would be, um, and we thought, oh, summer, summer's a good summer's a good thing to talk about. So there you go. <laughs> we're talking about it. Um, and we had a discussion about our favourite ice creams. Mm, we did, we did. And it's almost uh, top five at the moment, but it's not. It's just favourite ice creams. Um, and we both came to the to the unanimous conclusion that if ice creams were to be wiped off the face of the earth and we just had to have one ice cream, that we would both partake in uh, devouring the world supply of Mars ice cream. Yeah. Which, Which is, I think is fair. It's an ultimate ice cream. You know... 
Well, you probably haven't got one, and you probably wouldn't go there. But Iceland do four for a pound. We don't have one. I would go there, but I wouldn't be allowed to go there. No. No. Um, but yeah, four what? for a pound in a box. Four for a pound? When you pay 95p for one in a shop on a hot day, I personally thought that was a bloody amazing deal. 95p? Wow, you're going to cheap shops. They're pound twenty here. Mine is London. Yeah, you live in the capital. <laughs> yeah, that's an excuse to which, rip you off. Yeah, which and means some, you automatically get ripped off for pretty much everything. And summer, love that. Oh, dear me. In central London, when you uh, when you hit summer, suddenly everyone comes out with these new ice-blended drinks and charge two quid extra for them than they would the normal drinks without the ice. <laughs> It took everything in me to not choke on my own tongue uh, when I uh, met you and Scott at the uh, at the pub on Friday. Mm. Um, Hoe Garden, which I, I, I really wanted one. I really fancied one. So I ordered one when I got there. I was on my own at, at the time. I ordered one without asking how much it was. And then the guy was like, it's £4.40, please, mate. And I went, For a Hoe Garden? For a Hoe Garden. And I went, uh... Okay, and I paid it, and then Scott got here, and I'd offered to buy Scott his drinks and all that, and I said, what are you have?" And he went, oh, you're drinking Hogarden. I'll have one of them, and I went, brilliant. <laughs> and we just ended up drinking Hogarden all night, which is why I spent about 40 quid in the pub when yeah. we were there on Friday. Ouch. And I didn't even buy all the drinks. Ouch. So, you know. Yeah, you want to go with Otter, it's £1.40. With what? Otter, that beer that I had. Oh, yeah, but I can't drink beer. If I liked it, I would yeah. drink it. Is it really £1.40 yeah. for a pint? Yeah. That's spectacular. That was great. That is great. I think it, I think it was an introductory offer thing. Maybe um, either that or no bugger was drinking it. <laughs> was it Was it nice? That was lovely. Oh, good stuff. I enjoy that, but I enjoy the bitters. Yeah, you do. I enjoy that. I enjoy that thing. You I'm always a have. Fan, fan of stout and bitter. Um, where was I going with something? There was something that was coming along in my head like a freight train in the night, and I've got. Oh yeah, um, cost uh, not Costa Cafe Nero. Have you been there recently? Uh, no. Um, I. They have one in Stratford. They just, did. Just as I was leaving. Um, and I didn't have one. I think I think I might have had a coffee there with you. What, in Stratford? Yeah. Oh, with we you did. And yes. Andrea. Uh, yeah, but we had hot chocolate, not coffee. Right, okay, yeah. So that's yeah, that's the only time that I've been winter. to Cafe Nero. Their coffee's slightly muddy tasting. It's a bit dirty. It's, oh. not, it's not great coffee. But what they have started is um these ice blended drinks. Mm-hmm. Now, Trend, uh, trendy coffee drinks. Well, everyone does the trendy coffee drinks, but what these guys are doing as well is trendy other kind of drinks. So it's almost like milkshakes, but with ice instead of ice cream. Oh, okay. Which is an interesting mix. Because I thought it would just kind of go to nothing. Really, you blend ice, it, it gets a bit like crushed fruity up. Fruity water. Yeah, but it becomes a bit like a completely drinkable slush puppy that tastes like ice cream. It's odd. It's a really weird mix because I had a mint one because I'm quite a fan of mint flavored things, and it 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 did something to my head. It was yeah, there was some weird kind of rush thing going on. So I can highly recommend one. They're they're a bit of an acquired taste, so you have to get through two or three pints of it before you actually start to gain a euphoria with it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's worth checking out. Just a word to latch onto that you were saying then about mint and that you like mint. Yeah. I also like mint. Mm. Um, mint chocolate chip. Very much so. Mm. Um, but I know somebody who doesn't like mint in any way whatsoever to the point where she physically, she does it, but she physically hates brushing her teeth and it makes her feel sick every time. Really? She hates mint. Wow. 
And yeah, because that's, that's an interesting thing. It's very hard to find toothpaste without a mint flavouring. Mm, there, are, it does exist. There does exist. And there's other there's stuff. There's that pink is, stuff you yeah, can yeah, get, yeah. which is um, which what they recommend on baby teeth as well. That pink stuff. Yeah, um, it's kind of like powdered, st- almost powdered mm, stuff. In it a, is. It's, in it's a tin. Powdered, it's a powdered toothpaste, and yeah. you use it's water soluble, so you dip your brush in the water, and then, and then you, you, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there's also I was reading a really interesting thing about these. Uh, gum masks that are kind of like have you ever been to the dentist and they've set your teeth yeah you know so they take a mold of like they're going to do braces or yeah, something, yeah but yeah. usually to see if there's something wrong yeah, yeah yeah well there's this thing which is in development at the moment which is kind of a cross between that in terms of the uh the consistency and the squidginess of it and uh like a rugby mouth guard okay you know the hard plastic uh-huh. things that sit on the roof yeah and what you're supposed to do is you put this guard in at night and you bite into it now, this is assuming that you can breathe through your nose, otherwise you're buggered. <laughs> but you bite into it, and you go to sleep with it. And mm. in the night, it cleans your teeth, and it helps to sort of reinforce enamel. And it's basically, they they say that it will, well, it won't abolish it, because some people just like the toothbrushes, but it will effectively abolish the necessity for brushing your teeth, because just every night, you just bite into this thing. Well, I mean... And you go to sleep, and you wake up in the morning, and it's, you know, it's cleaned your teeth, it's like worn away it's rotted away all the sort of bacteria that's around there and that sounds like a brilliant thing and it wouldn't take too much development to get it to be in two separate parts so that you could actually open your open mouth, mouth and sleep yeah, with your yeah. open mouth yeah. oh, i imagine no i imagine it would be i imagine it would be in two parts anyway i don't think it's like a chunk all oh, right because there's because uh, i'm vi- i'm envisaging you know like when you've eaten four packs of hubba bubba and you've ended up with this gelatinous mass yeah, that you yeah. can't quite chew yeah, but yeah. sticks to your teeth I'm envisaging something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you're probably along those sort of lines. Maybe it is made by Hubba Bubba. Maybe. Maybe that's what they're doing with all the stockpiles of Hubba Bubba that kids have stopped buying it because it's gone up from 10p to 40p. That's is it 40p for Hubba Bubba? It's down the road, yeah. I think I, re- I don't remember it being 10p. I remember it being 20p. Yeah. Um, 10p be- in the era of all the, the penny sweets you could get, which are now 5p. Beano is like 185 now. You're joking. That used to be like 25 and 50p. When I first bought the Beano, when I first physically spent my pocket money on the Beano, it cost me 17p. <laughs> That's to give you some idea of scale. Sign the times we live in. Mm. So what do you think this tooth thing? I like I like the sound of it. Um, I've I've just been told by Time Machine it cannot complete the backup. Sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the sound <laughs> of it. I think that it it's got the potential to do away with Toothpaste is a conventional thing and toothbrushes, but I'm not sure how people will adapt to it. Because I don't think people like the idea of having anything in their mouths when they go to sleep. I yeah. know I certainly, that's what turns me off it. I don't like the idea. I've got something horrendous wrong with my jaw anyway. Um, so I don't know if I'd like to have something that, that my subconscious would have to deal with during the night. Uh, you know? I, I, I feel that you get a bruised tongue from your tongue trying to sort of like fight against this as yeah. you're asleep. Because that's, I make that's all manner a subconscious of like, thing, anyway. I make all manner of noises and and all this sort of like when I'm asleep and I don't want to. Plus, you know, swallowing it. Yeah, that'd, that'd, that'd suck. It's probably less of an issue, but I imagine it could be done if you were that way inclined. Yeah, I guess you could. Well, yeah, I mean, anything is swallowable, but it'll just get stuck. Mm. At a, uh, I mean, all right, obviously not everything's swallowable. You'd be hard pushed to get an elephant anywhere near your gullet, but you could try. Um. I uh, I find myself uh, sort of chewing my food a lot faster these days and choking more. 
Really? And I don't know why. I think it's because I wait until I'm just so like, hungry. You, th- you think someone's going to take that food away from you. <laughs> you need to get it down. Someone's yeah. going to take your food. They're going to come along. You're sitting there with your plate of chips, and suddenly... It's no. gone, yeah. No uh, Andrea, Andrea says that, my partner says that I, uh, I look like I'm eating my last meal. Yeah. And someone's going to take it off. I, can, I agree with that. You do look like you're eating your last meal. <laughs> anyway, uh, rewinding and jumping straight back onto the, the topic, the uh, the summer thing. So what uh, what what kind of summarizes summer for you? What what do you see yourself doing in a summer? If, it, if you don't do this particular activity or these particular sets of activities, it's not been a summer for you, like 2007. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Um... I always try and get to some sort of music festival, mm. whether it's a free one in a park or whether it's you know going away for the weekend to something like you know the Big Chill or to I haven't been to Glastonbury but to Glastonbury you know those sorts of things. Mm. I always try and do that, and if I haven't done that, I feel like I haven't quite had a summer. Um, I also feel like if I haven't been by the sea at some point, whether it's abroad or whether it's just the coast, I again feel like I haven't quite had a summer. Mm. Um, it's always important to get a few barbecues out the way. Always. Um, Always. They they help a lot. Um, spending one entire day in the sunshine with a few beers and all that is always nice. Um, but I'd say my my all time sort of most significant summer is here um, activity is when we have uh, a party in the garden at my house and we get people over and say house party, get involved. But it's in it's all in the garden. Mm. So yeah, the idea of having a a party and a gathering and a few beers out in the garden and all that sort of thing. We had that quite uh, about was it last weekend? I think it might have been last weekend actually. And uh, I got my sofa out, got my red you leather. You a nice big red uh, leather Chesterfield yeah, sofa yeah. with the holes in the back. Yeah, cleaned it all up. That was all nice, and we uh, yeah we had a we had a good old good old night of it. And mm-hmm. yeah, a summer party makes me feel like summer. How about mm. you? Uh, well, I'm much the same, um, apart from the music festival things, because that's that's not that's not my scene. Um, I'm an old man before my time, so I enjoy I enjoy a deck chair, a book, the sea, um, a beach, sandy or not. I can take sand or I can take stones. Either yeah. way, stones I'm fine with. Sand, sand is actually more of an issue for me. Really? I don't like sand as much because when I go to a beach, it's not to, you know, go in the sea necessarily or sunbathe or all that kind of thing. I'm just going on the beach because it's close to the water and it's a nice environment. If I have to wade through you know, ground up rocks so much that they're going to come into my shoes whether I like it or not. I'm I'm not a fan. Do not take your shoes off when you're on the beach. No. Why would I do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Why would I do that? Why wouldn't you do that? I can't. I can't. I, I can't I, walk on the on the sand with my shoes on. I can't, can't walk on the. Well, I hate walking on the sand in bare feet because then I just get my feet covered in sand and it gets everywhere and I'm like, ah, enough. I've brought nothing with me to get rid of you. I I hate sand. We are chalk and cheese, aren't we? Hmm. We really are. No, I'm 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 the the absolute opposite. I uh I need I need to feel the sand between my toes. I can't have socks on, can't have sandals, can't have shoes, nothing. Oh, no. I even take them off before I get down onto the beach. No thanks. No. Crazy. Not for me. Not for me. Which is why I like I like the rocks because uh, then all those people who are like you who come down with this their shoes and socks off are uh, in pain for most most of the day, yeah. <laughs> which is uh. You know, I enjoy uh, I enjoy my petty vengeance. I enjoy. I imagine it. you do. Um, you, you you strike me as something of a spiteful bastard. Mm, uh, very <laughs> much so, and I'm glad you've you've realised this. Uh, interesting thing about the barbecues, mm. right? Um, you know, the Australians are the biggest thing since sliced bread when it comes to barbecues. Oh yeah, they love it. They love the barbecues. Love it. The amount of looks I've got Australians because the English Australians are the um, sorry, 
the English barbecue to the Australian barbecue is a completely different beast. The British barbecue, we're very much bags of charcoal, boom, watch it burn, simmer it for 20 minutes, put your food on, blah, 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 blah. Gas barbecues are here, but then by no means the absolute norm for people. Sure. Everyone prefers their charcoal and get that flavor, you know, mm-hmm. from that. Australians, complete opposite. Look at you as if you're some kind of dying leper on their porch if you've sparked up a barbecue with a bag of coal. Like, what what middle age are you from? Everyone's gas. Everyone's gas or hot plates for oh, their barbecues. Okay. Any, anywhere you go in Australia that's like a public area has usually got a barbecue park area near okay. it with the public barbecues. Now, you either put a dollar in or they're free. Mm-hmm. Either way. But all they are is this massive uh, metal hot plate pushing the button until it goes red. When it goes green, it's ready to cook. Put your spray oil on. Spray oil. Oil in yeah, a can. Yeah, oil in a can. Never yeah. seen that shit before. Spray that on. Cook your food on that. Wipe it down with a cloth once you're gone. And that's it done. Not all this rigmarole of 20 minutes with a bloody scourer out there trying to get the grill clean. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a different, uh, different beast. It's a different well, beast. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's how they flip burgers in McDonald's. They've got a hot plate. They flip mm. them on. I, mm. That, to me, that's, I may as well just be doing it in the oven. Mm. In my mind. Yeah. Um, but I think it must be because it's such a common occurrence there that they have, well, either haven't got enough charcoal or just thought, this needs to be easier and yeah, it needs yeah. to be ready now. Um, 20 minutes. What I do like uh, about the Australians' barbecuing techniques is the old Tucker sort of styles where you would. Um, you build a fire mm. uh, and you get a pile going. Then you'd put your meats, you know, in like foil and then you just stick it in the pile, mm. in the embers, leave that for a, for a bit and then fucking take it out and unwrap the foil and you've got something cooked. That's how uh, my friend, when he was out, when he was out there for about four weeks, he cooked a lot of chickens that way. Mm. It's yeah. a it's a good camping thing yeah. to do it like that. It's very much a camping thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you wouldn't spark one up in the back garden. We, um, I went camping in the uh, in the bush, and we we actually had uh, shake and bake pancakes on a on a fire, which was great. We ruined a perfectly good griddle, but it was uh, it was very good fun. Did you did you have equipment out there with you then, or did we you... took we took a griddle pan with us and burnt a hole in the middle of it? Really? Mm. Just from just pure flame, putting it, it in the fire. Didn't oh, right. uh, yeah. I think it was an old griddle pan, but even so, not uh, not happy chappies when we got back with their flaming griddle pan with a hole in the middle. Oh, I bet. Mm. So, um, what what made you go out into the bush in the first place, just to do it? Uh, yeah, yeah, just an experience. Um, to see kangaroos as well. I really wanted to see kangaroos in the wild. In the wild, and did, did you? Yeah, saw lots of them. Lots of them. Are they as aggressive as I hear they are? No, they're scared shitless. They run away. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you went up to one with a stick and started beating it over the head, it would it would give you a good seeing to. But yeah, I think I've seen too many boxing kangaroo cartoons. To be mm, with Rolf you. Harris is a dirty, dirty liar. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, but no, it was it was lovely and seeing uh, yeah seeing kangaroos in their native habitat makes me wonder why people shoot them through the face. But mind you, you could say the th- same thing about foxes here. They shoot them through the face. They shoot them. I presume some get in the face. Oh, okay. I thought that was like <laughs> it's the thing. not it's not the thing. Gonna say that's Get really one dark. In the face, but they I eat everything else. Haven't heard about it before. How are we doing for time? We're at the half an hour mark. All right, smart. Yeah, that's it. It's time to wind down and uh, and wrap this baby. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wrap that baby back. I up. couldn't do a rapping sound <laughs> effect, but I could do a baby. <laughs> uh.
Mm. I wonder what a rapping baby would sound like. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a rapping baby. I might just Jenkins myself out. <laughs> well, I'm going to brown the hell out of here. <laughs> Get browned right out. Yeah. I'm browning right out of here. Browning off. See you later. Okay, bye. Yeah, this is your house. Um, Alright, uh, yeah, cool. Bye, guys. Bye. Ta-ra. Bye now. Cheerio. Bye. 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 Still here.